the Cambridge Marketing Podcast with Kieran Kapoor. Brought to you by Cambridge Marketing College. See their range of courses and apprenticeships at marketingcollege.com. Hello and welcome. My guest today is Nicola Drury, who is the UK Apprenticeship Manager at Amazon. Nicola, welcome. Um, thank you for coming on the show. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the number of apprenticeships that um, you look after at Amazon? Yeah, hi, and uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, so at Amazon, we have probably about over 1,600 on scheme in learning at the moment and then obviously we've got another thousand opportunities this year and they're across about 45 different schemes so kind of a really diverse range i guess to reflect the diverse range of roles and opportunities in amazon 45 different schemes so i suspect a lot of listeners probably didn't even realize there were that many apprenticeships i mean there are several hundred and um, can you sort of give us an idea of the diversity of schemes that you've got yeah, so we um, offer schemes from our entry levels, like what we call level two apprenticeship, all the way up to level seven, which is um, like a master's. So all, all those kind of like levels, and they range from engineering, software development, buy-in, marketing, uh, broadcast assistant, cyber security. Oh, now this is like, it's like a quiz. I feel like I'm on a quiz. But yeah, I mean, Apps, just a project management data analyst, you know, all sorts, a real range um, from tech, non-tech, creative. So really exciting. It, it does sound it. And I suspect, again, for many listeners, you don't expect Amazon to be in all those different places and be offering all those amazing opportunities. Well, I mean, I think um, people forget that, you know, Amazon is, is very much... It's almost like made up of SMEs, you know, and, and that's, you know, very much like so the report, uh, which is out today, the skills barometer report, you know, it, it reflects SMEs. Um, and, Amazon, you know, people think Amazon is a global employer. Yes, it is. But, it, you know, it did start as an SME and it's made up. And I think it goes to show the diversity of roles available for people and businesses you might not expect to offer those opportunities they probably do have them, you know, and, and I think smaller businesses really do offer that kind of wide range of experience, you know, being in the role as well as large employers offering, you know, a wide range of opportunities as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll come to this sort of Skills Horizon report, which, as you say, is out today in, in a second. But I was just I was looking at your um, your background. I mean, you've obviously worked in learning and development for, for a few years. Uh, what can you have seen that's changed in that time? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I, I'm still friends with a lot of colleagues that I used to work with uh, when we spoke learning development. When we used to have the acetates and the overhead projectors, <laughs> I think what's I think there's so much more opportunity um, available. And you know, you, you turn into your parents because I do find myself going, "Gosh, if I had my time again, uh, you know, I would definitely do this route or do that route." And then opportunities, you've got so much choice. Um, but I think it's true. I think, like, say, we have diversified as a work, workforce. Technology is obviously very much you know, it diversifies what the jobs are, what the jobs of the future will be. So, you know, we've had to really keep up with that in terms of the education. I think there is a gap there. And obviously there is a huge skills gap because we've moved so much quicker than we have, you know, previously. People want that lifelong learning. Um, and what is great is that if you do a longer course, potentially, and invest and business invest in you as well, you're going to get greater outcomes for both people, individuals and the business. And one of the things I was very interested uh, in the, the Skills Horizon report was this, um, conf there's a comment in here about um, what skills SMEs are looking for. And it says that we used to have a sort of, you've got to be degree level, you've got to have a particular type of qualification. And that seems to really have changed. 
I think that's changed, you know, and like I say, it's in the report about the SMEs, but I think that's changed across the board um, hugely because you, to survive, in, well, you know, <laughs> I'll crash wrong, but, you know, it's kind of like to survive as a business, you need to diversify your workforce because your customer is very diverse. Mm. Um, and actually, if you want to meet the needs of your customer, you need to have the people in your business to mirror that. Um, and I do think, you know, if... And this is obviously my opinion here. You know, you, you've got to a stage with university, it's the same people coming out of university because it's potentially the same people get the opportunity to go to university. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you've got the very much the same people coming mm-hmm. out. Um, whereas when you look at different alternatives like apprenticeships, T levels, you know, whatever that might be, boot camps, you go into a much more wider audience and giving more people more opportunity to grow, you know what I mean, and be the best they can be. So, therefore, you bring in such a more diverse workforce so you know and we have at amazon we've with our apprenticeships we've got you know over 43 percent of our uh, females in stem apprenticeships last year you know which is wow. fantastic that's only 50 percent yeah. you know and we've got like say apprentices up to the age of 70 um and i just think that's great and we've got so many people like say from military from um you know school leavers as well you know um, career changes and so i just think you know now businesses i think you know are very much like actually we really want to bring different diverse minds in uh, that younger generation you know like we talk about ai you know ai has been around for a long time um, and it's probably the older generation which is probably going to suffer a little bit more because that skill set's a little bit further removed from us potentially whereas actually the younger generation are just using it all the time mm-hmm. they just pick it up and they just get it so it really is about investing in that generation and skills you know to support businesses so can i just pick you up on something there because i think a lot of us a lot of people do think that apprenticeships are very much aimed at the young did you just say you had an apprentice who was 70 yeah it's, it's, it's honestly, we've seen a 10% increase last in 2023 with our hires. We recruited 10% more people over the age of 25 than we have done before. Um, and about five to six percent of our apprentices are over 50, which goes up to 70. Isn't it great? It's just great because it's and they're, they're an existing employee but just wanting to upskill themselves. Yeah, you know I mean, just wanted to like just learn more things, which I think is absolutely brilliant. And it just shows, isn't it, that skills for life? You know, it really, it really is true. <laughs> it, it really. I mean, the college's oldest apprentice that we teach, I think, it is mid fifties. But um, that's certainly the of seventies is. And it, there's just been a report out saying we're all going to have to work till about seventy one anyway. So. Um, but- Exactly. Say, so, Joy, there. Jump on the bus. We're all doing it. <laughs> so, we've a couple of times skills for life, and there is a, a big skills for life campaign, which is um, trying to get small businesses to think about all the sort of training and employment schemes that that there are. And I wonder. I mean, I was amazed by the the sheer volume of different campaigns and different skills and employment things that you, people could do. So I wondered if I could get you to sort of pick a couple. We've talked about apprenticeships, but I've, there are things down here like um, T levels. Yeah, so T-levels are a part of the educational system in the sense that, so when you leave school, like you say, you can either do like A, well, you could do a lot more, but let's say, so you can do A-levels, but you can also do T-levels, which is obviously technical level, um, and that is equivalent to three A-levels. And what's great about the T-levels, it kind of starts people off on that occupation. So if you 
want to do or, or you feel at that age should i say because it can change you would like to do something around digital or engineering then there'll be a t-level available on that so it gives you the obviously the theory and the knowledge but it's taking you down a certain occupation and as part of that you it's mandatory you do an eight-week uh, work placement uh, and we've just got our first uh, pilot of T-levels in digital and they finished actually this week and, and they are amazing, amazing. Um, and they did the work placement so they get all that practical work. So they're doing like these mini projects for us. You know, they're really contributing, you know, to the business. Um, and then hopefully, you know, if they want to do an apprenticeship afterwards, well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they do an apprenticeship, it'd be great if they came back to us. Um, but that's a really good way for people who are thinking, you know, I'm not, I don't really enjoy academic to that mm-hmm. level. I'm not that massive academic. It's not for people who are less academic, but, you know, to me, it's people who want to do practical mm-hmm. stuff and have got a good idea of what occupation they want to do. And I think that's where it, that's where they're super, super helpful. And, and to get into the workplace, you know, it, it, that's, that's brilliant because that just really brings things to life for people. I think you also said something really interesting there from a, an employer point of view that you said they contributed because that one of the things that we see as an apprentice training provider is employers are worried that the apprentice or a T-level is just going to suck time out of them and they're not going to really get anything back. So they see it as something they perhaps should do, but is going to pull them back or make them less agile. But you're saying actually they were contributing to the business. It's 74% of the SMEs who are participating, like T-levels and apprentices, have seen that business benefit. So I'm not going to sit here and obviously like, you know, at first when you bring somebody in who maybe doesn't have... um, work experience and obviously is going to be new into that occupation yes you will need to spend a little bit time with them um but you put that investment in for long-term gain so you might just need to like say just show any new hire isn't it really Mm. this is how we do it no one no one's going to come into your business and just sit down and go right i'm on it that's it you know you always have to spend time with people however what you do get and what we find and other employers, actually large employers, you get that real investment and that kind of like real retention. People want to achieve their apprenticeship. They want to achieve their T-level placements. They're going to stay with you. They're going to be really, you know, engaged and work hard because they want the qualification. They want to get the work experience. You know, they're investing a lot in it, as, as you are. So it's a win-win for both sides. So the benefits just completely outweigh that probably first three months. We might spend a little bit more time with that person. Um, but, you know, but what you'll find the rest of the time, they'll just be absolutely flying. That's, that's fantastic. And the other thing that came out of the report is how many small businesses, nearly two thirds, are actually considering this, this type of scheme, which yeah. I think is amazing. In the last sort of couple of minutes, can I just ask the sort of skills that you look for? If you were taking on somebody who... Um, was going to do an apprenticeship or um, for T levels and things. What do you look for in the sort of candidates that come forward? We just look for ambition, attitude, and um, and attitude. Attitude. Can I remember is that there? Attitude, ambition, and attitude. That is what we look for. So we don't. And a lot of employers are the same. Much speak for Amazon. A lot of employers like this. You're just looking for potential, because if someone's coming in to do uh, work experience, well, like, you know, T level placement or an apprenticeship, the whole point is that they don't have work experience within that occupation. That's the whole point. You know, so, so you're not at, so you're not looking for that. You're just looking for people's um potential and motivation so how they work with other people problem solving skills which could be anything right we, we solve problems every day in our lives um, 
So it is just about you as a person, and it very much is that. And that comes out in the report with what SMEs are looking for as well in those certain skills. So it's no different, you know, to any size employer. Yes, I was interested in the report. It, it says that, I mean, we said earlier, it's, they're not looking for a particular type of qualification necessarily, but they are looking for good worth ethic, being a team player, um, sometimes being a quick learner. Now, that can be a little bit unfair. Sometimes people take a little bit longer, but you can see, particularly for an SME, that can be quite helpful. Yeah, but I also think, you know, SMEs, I mentioned before, working in SME gives you such a wide range of experience because you're going to get involved in a lot more things, you know, and so day to day, you're going to be, you know, exposed to a lot more. So actually, your kind of like learning curve as an individual and as a business is going to be quicker. Yeah, you know, because like you say, it is it's a smaller business, isn't it? You need to less people in the team, but still, you know, still lots of things to do. So I think it is, you know, really exciting. If you had one tip for somebody who wanted to take on an apprentice or a, or a T-level person, what would you say? Absolutely do it. If you, you know, if you want any help, go on for the skills for life. All the help is there, all the information, numbers for support, but do it because you've got to test these things out. We did that. We tested apprenticeships out like 11 years ago with six. We now take on over a thousand every year because it's just, you know, the benefit is there and the return investment. So, you know, do look and just do it. Just take that risk. You know, so you've got to take risk, haven't you, to keep going. So, yeah. Please do invest in, you know, invest in your workforce. Nicola Drury, UK Apprenticeship Manager at Amazon. Thank you very much. I think, um, and I defy anyone to listen to that and not come away at least wanting to go and find out more about apprenticeships and T-levels. Thank you. The Cambridge Marketing Podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Training marketing and PR professionals across the globe.